Do you want to be a radical for Jesus? Well, this is Pastor David, host of Restoring Your Voice, and that's what this show is geared toward. Geared toward everyday Christians to equip you for the good works of Jesus and live out your faith radically. And I hope you enjoy this episode of Restoring, Restoring Your Voice. Alrighty then, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Restoring Your Voice on Wednesday. I'm so glad that you could uh, uh, join me. So glad that I could be with you. It's always an honor. It's always a, a pleasure um, to be with you. So, got some exciting news. So, first time ever today. Put up number right up on your screen right now. You can now finally call into the show. All right? So, don't be afraid. And by the way, um, if you're a skeptic, if you're a critic, if you disagree with me on the topic today about these differences within a church that we shouldn't be having. Maybe you think something's a major doctrine that isn't a major doctrine. Um, maybe, I don't know, whatever it is. Maybe, maybe you think that, uh, you know, one doctrine of theology is major. We should major on it. Maybe you think there's something that we are minoring on that is a major issue. I don't know. Well, call into the show. And uh, let me hear your thoughts. So the number is up on your screen uh, for you to be able to call in. Don't be afraid. Now, mind you, have patience. This is the first time I'm, I'm trying this out. Um, I did some, tried to do a test before the show started. But still, all right, new way of doing things. I'm not sure if people will be able to be heard um, on the screen. I know I can hear through my headset that, that I'm wearing right now. So that's pretty awesome. Um, so so that, that'll be really great. At the very least, at the very least, so um, I can hear your voice call. So the number's on the screen, all right? Now, mind you, I can only take one caller at a time, so I can't get a flood of calls. Um, I don't have that capability. The only thing I'm using is Bluetooth my phone to the computer. Um, but I look forward to hearing from you. If not, also put your thoughts in the chat. If you don't want to call in, I, I can address um, what you say in the chat. So um, more, more than happy to be with you today. Um, so, so glad that you could be, uh, with me and let me just double check the stream. Cause my, on my end, it's uh, looking a little bit funky. So, uh, bear with me for one second. Um, just want to make sure it's, um, let's see. So a little, let's see. Okay. There we go. Let's see. So it works over here. I'm not seeing a chat come up on my end for some reason. Um, either way, if I can't see your chat messages, forgive me. I, I, you know, what? I'll keep the, uh, the stream up over on the tab in YouTube. So I'm not seeing the chat message come up, but Hey, that's okay. Regardless. All right. What we're talking about today, what we're be discussing from a biblical point as usual, is tribalism within the point. I want, I want, I want you to keep this in mind. All right. As I, as I talk. Um, examine all things. I, I just want to keep those those three, those three words at the forefront. Examine all things, and, and I think this is an important topic to talk about. Otherwise, I wouldn't be talking about it. And I know that the Lord has told me today to talk about it. And I got confirmation like two other times. And, and this is this is the problem of of division um, within the church. Okay, the problem of division within the church. All right, unnecessary. All right, one, one that's quite frankly making us look foolish. 
quite frankly, making us ineffective to the rest of the world. And, and what do I mean by that? A couple of different things. One, one of the things is that we end up majoring on minor doctrines. In other words, doctrines that are non-salvific. In other words, that won't affect our salvation. For instance, um, I'm going to throw some hot topics out there. And by the way, you can disagree with me and call in and we, we can we can talk about it. All right. Is, for instance, women pastors or um, pre-tribulation rapture, um, Calvinism. Um, it seems like Calvinism or Calvinist seems to be a trigger word for people today. Um, the gifts of the spirit. Um Things like that and other issues are minor issues. They, they are secondary issues that we often divide over because, well, whatever reasons and excuses, but at the end of the day, they're just excuses, right, um, that, that we talk about. Um, so I'd I love to know your thoughts on this issue. Um, may, maybe, like I said, I've talked about stuff. You say, well, no, that's a major. Well, okay, let's talk about it. Uh, but the thing, the point being is, is when we major on the minor doctrines, we're off. All right, we're not in unity. Okay, now we're causing unnecessary division, right? Because just because something is important to you, or or important to me, right? And I have I have things that are important to me. Um, I've talked about it. I've talked about pre-tribulation rapture and everything. But but at the end of the day, if if a if a person Holds to say the pre-tribulation rapture, right? They're still my brother or sister in the in the Lord. Okay, they're still a born-again Christian, right? Um, if somebody says, Hey, I think women can be pastors, I go to a church where the woman is a pastor. They're still my brother and sister in Christ. Okay, it, that doesn't change. It's because it doesn't affect a person's salvation. In other words, it's not heresy. Okay, even um how we can believe and work over um how salvation is worked out, right? Is it is it 100% and God has chosen people before time um, to come to him or, 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 or is it that, that he draws us and then we have a choice to reject or accept him, right? Well, th those are minor issues. Why? Because both parties agree that, that to come to salvation, right, is, is through Jesus Christ, right? Faith in Christ alone, regardless what end of the spectrum somebody falls in? It's not heresy. So, for instance, Calvinism is not heresy, right? Or, or we, or, or I think another problem is 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 a lack of nuance. We're, we're not willing to make nuance, right? If if somebody says they are this, then then they must believe X, Y, Z, and so on. But that's not true. In fact, the majority of the time, it's not true. Um, say, for instance, um, Calvinism, right? All Calvinists believe this right when for, say for instance not all calvinists believe in limited atonement right in other words that no jesus only christ, christ only died for uh, you know a select group of people but he didn't die for the entire world okay well i don't agree with that take right and i'm not a calvinist by the way but um you know not all Calvinists hold to the five points. Same thing with, say, charismatics, right? There's, there seems to always be hypercritics leveling their guns toward the charismatic. I'm a charismatic, okay? I believe in the gifts and callings of the spirit of the day. I operate, I, I operate in them myself. Um, but, for instance, well, because this group of charismatics over here, you know, grave soaking or trips to heaven or whatever, well, that doesn't necessarily mean all charismatics believe in that. 
but but we're going to divide over that and we're just willing to slap a big a big label right labeling if you hold to this you're the big bad wolf for instance but that's not true the the vast majority of the time that's not true because because there are will always be people out there let me let me say this that there will always be uh critics and and skeptics and people whatever operating in in ways that don't glorify the god that glorify the flesh like the hyper charismatic people right you know you see them break out in spontaneous tongues during church services which is not biblical right or or they believe that apostles and prophets hold a special authority um another over say a pastor or something like that which is not true okay i i disagree with that wholeheartedly any type of views in that realm uh just just to make my make make it clear where, where i come from on this but that doesn't make all charismatics evil right that doesn't mean all charismatics hold to the teachings of bethel church for instance right now all charismatics um whatever it may be right it's like saying all prophets are bad because all these major voices constantly get it wrong right i would agree by the way to a point that there are major well-known prophetic voices out there that, that constantly put stuff out there that's not prophecy but that does that make all prophets bad does that make me all prophets are evil no god forbid we we remember what i said to keep at the forefront of your mind examine all things right where does that come from it's first thessalonians 5 right where it says do not despise prophecy for instance right and it's not talking about just the prophecy in the bible but prophecy overall so it says do not despise it but instead to do what examine all things right and, and and it says all things means all things right it says um to um discard that which is evil and hold fast to that which is good so so not everything is evil that means we have a responsibility to step back right to to be qu quick to listen and slow to speak i i think that would that would that would solve a whole host of issues if we be will less willing to um open our mouths when we shouldn't be opening up our mouths. We, we shouldn't be opening them up mo majority of the time. I, I'll give you some examples, right? Social media, right? Great, great tool, right? Here I am, you know, spreading biblical truths up to a wide world. All right. Amen for that. But, uh, but uh, in the same category and, and this, you know, bad side, there are people who will post things about people that, that just blatantly false. Right, they'll do things like video clips, right? They'll just take a video clip of what someone said, right? Why? Because it fits their narrative to say this is what that person means, right? And people fall for hook, line, and sinker all the time. Oh, why? And that person is so evil. Did you hear what they talked about? Nobody, nobody bothers to be willing to examine all things, right? To find out the source. And mo most of the time, these people who do that type of stuff never post the original source of the, of the video, anyways. Now, that that should set alarm bells off in your head, right? I mean, when when I've called people out by name and I've played clips for you, right? I've always put in the description the link to the full video so you can examine all things and make a decision for yourself. So we should be willing to be fair, and not to mention that people will post videos of years ago that somebody said, right? And it may be wrong what they said, okay? That that's 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 fine, but they've repented of it. Right, they they've changed their stance on it. They they've realized they were wrong, false, or whatever you label you want to slap on it. But but these people dredge up this dirt on on somebody, 
post it for all the world to see. Right? That's not right to do. And people fall for it. Well, they believe in that. But they don't believe in it anymore. But we're not willing to, to be slow to speak. I mean, social media, I mean, shouldn't we be applying this logic to social media? Right? When we say something on social media, it's, that, it's no different than if we said it out loud. No different. No, we're willing to hit that send button. We're, 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 you know, we're willing to hit that reply button, right? We're, we're, we're willing to hit that retweet and share button, right? We don't bother to stop and think, man, I don't know if this is true or not. Maybe, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But until we do our due diligence to examine all things, then, then we're going to fall flat and end up being fools at the end of the day. I mean, I mean, the, the, just read the, pop, uh, the book of Proverbs, what it says about fools, right? You know, a fool opens his mouth and such, right? A fool opens his mouth and invites a beating, right? T talks about how, how we're thought wise, a fool is thought wise until he opens his mouth. And, and we, and, but no, we're, we're looking, we're being fools, not just looking like fools, but we're being fools. And then we wonder why the world doesn't want anything to do with us. We're wondering why Christianity is on a very steep decline. I would say even headed off a cliff in America today. Well, we need to take a be willing to, when we examine all things, by the way, to examine ourselves as well. Right? That's, that's where it should start. We shouldn't be so willing to criticize everybody else. We should be first and foremost be willing to criticize ourselves. Man, you know, I, I'm, I'm hasty. Man, I get angered easily. Oh, this, that riles me up. Instead of stopping to think, man, why does that rile me up? Should it rile me up? Is it worthwhile getting upset over? More, more times than not, it's actually not, by the way. But, but no, we'd rather be hypercritics. Okay, we'd rather be willing to criticize others instead of, wait, 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 let me stop. Is this something for me to, do, to divide over? Is this something even for me to open my mouth over? Right? And, and there are things to divide over. Let, let me make no mistake about that. There are absolutely 100,000%. But, but the things to divide over, in other words, hills to die on, right, number less than things to be, be in unity and gloss over, right? So, so we would have things not to be critical of all the time. But there are things we must call out as wrong, right? We, I mentioned um, the charismatic, right? If we see abuses, if we see somebody says they're a prophet, but but year after year they put out annual prophetic words that never come to pass, right? Jeremiah Johnson, Patricia King, James Go, and others, right? They do it every year and it never comes to pass. Never happens. It's right to call them out. It's right to call them out by name. I just did right now. Why? Because because. They're not walking in, in, in prophetic purity and making a mockery of this wonderful office and gift from God, right? Things like that. Um, things that are just new age, right? And by the way, Mike Winger put out a video on Bethel Church and their new age teachings. And by the way, let me just say, I grew up in the new age, right? If you ever heard my testimony, I've talked about growing up in the new age. Um, and so I can spot new age um, beliefs and practices and such from a from a mile away. So, so you disagree with me on any of this, or you want to call in and give your thoughts? Go ahead. The number's right there up on the screen for you. 
Uh, don't be afraid. Don't be shy, man. Hey, hey, critics are welcome. Skeptics are welcome. Maybe you hate me. Maybe you want to feel like, I don't know, I'm going to give Pastor David a, a piece of my mind about this. Who is he to say about this? Well, by all means, you're more than welcome to. Um, anyways, the um, because we got to rightly divide the word of truth, yes? The Bible commands us to rightly divide the word of truth. So things to die on, things not to, you know, gloss over, things that are very salvific issues, right? Things like, okay, so Jesus is the only way to salvation, right? Faith only, okay, through Jesus Christ, right? Definitely something to divide over, right? Okay, um, not not faith plus works, right? The Roman Catholic Church, right? Um, what? What else? That that oh, something to divide over the belief in purgatory, for instance, right? In other words, um, people need to go through a, a process of getting their other minor sins cleansed, right? That's that's heresy. We need to divide over that, right? Because that's now saying the, the sacrifice of Jesus was not sufficient, right? Something to divide over, right? So so people who don't agree with these things are heretics, right? They may call themselves Christians, but they're what's called nominal Christians. I want, I want to make that point clear. By the way, me and my wife were talking about this earlier today. She said, hey, maybe you should make this point clear about Christians. Okay. So a born-again believer, right? Somebody who's saved versus a nominal Christian who just calls themselves a Christian, right? Things like uh, you can be gay and Christian is something to divide over, right? These people are nominal Christians, Christians in name only, in other words, but, but they haven't been born again. They're still sinners. Um, other things to divide the, the belief in the Trinity. In other words, God is the Father, God is the Son, and God is the Holy Spirit. Absolutely, right? It's heresy to, to believe otherwise. So something to divide over. Um, yeah, um, that the Bible is the inerrant and infallible word of God. For instance, something to divide over. Um, how about the belief that Jesus came back in 70 A.D.? whether full preterism or partial preterism. That's heresy and it's something to divide over. And I may have skipped one or two, but we have so many other things we end up dividing over that are non-salvific issues, right? Calvinism, Arminianism, Lutheranism, right? Because these are different belief systems of how salvation is worked out. Belief, um, a secondary issue is the Eucharist. Is Christ present in there? Not, not transubstantiation. That's not what I'm talking about where, where it becomes a literal blood and literal body of Jesus Christ. That's heresy because, because every time, if you, if you hold to that belief, that means you're crucifying Christ again every time you, you take communion. That's heresy. Something to divide over. But something not to divide over, is Christ really present in or, or is he just not present and we're, it's just all symbolic, right? We can disagree on it, right? Luther disagreed with Calvin on it, but they were vicious about the, their, their disagreements, right? Something not to do, right? I'm not, I'm not saying Luther and Calvin were not men of God. I'm just saying what not to do. <clears throat> These are very minor issues. When to take communion? Should we do it every week? Should we do it once a month? How, how often should we do it? Well, the Bible just says as long, often as you do it, do this, do this in remembrance of me. It didn't give us a timeline, something not to divide over. 
What when is the the Sabbath? Is it is it a Sunday? Is it a Saturday? What is it? Something not to divide over. Is Sunday absolutely the Lord's day, or could it? It's not something to to, to be a stance about. Right there, I could go. I I could go on and on, list and list and list and list things not to divide over. Now, you may be watching right now, right by the live show. Call in. Maybe you're disagreeing with me. Maybe 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 you have input to this. Maybe you want to unpack some of this. Well, well, I value our iron sharpens iron either way. Okay, maybe you have questions. All right, I would love to try and for the very first time answer somebody's question on air, um, live. <laughs> but the phone number is up on your screen, 361-271-3135, all right? Um, I, I tested it out. Just be patient if you call in, all right? I'm The first time I'm doing it live, um, there may be kinks, but don't worry about it, all right? Hey, it's my show. I'm willing to roll along and have mistakes aired out for all the people to see. So, hey, anyways, but, but the point, we need to be willing to seek unity where unity can be sought. I mean, even, even, even women pastors and women in leadership, something I strongly disagree with, but it's, it's not salvific. So, so, so if somebody, if like I am a, what we consider a complementarianism, right? A, a two point. In other words, women are submitted to, to men's leadership, right? And in the home and in the church. Right, but there are other people who are called egalitarians, which means, and they believe that basically when Jesus died and rose again, right, um, he redeemed he redeemed us from the fall. Now women and, and men are on equal playing ground. Right. I, I wholeheartedly disagree with that, but they're still my brothers and sisters in the Lord. I, I'm not gonna call them out as heretics or whatever other word. Um, I mean, I think we're we're too quick. Uh, to throw that label of, of heretic around. We don't even know what that word means anymore. You know, it's it's like that uh, The Princess Bride. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie. I, I love that movie. But, you know, there's a line from that movie. You know, you keep using that word, but I'm not sure you think, you know, it doesn't mean what you think it means. Um, and, and people do that. What, what's a heretic? It's a hell-bound person, right? Somebody who is separated from God, right, who is not saved. Whether once saved and apostatized or never saved, however you want to work it out, same meaning, right? So a, a hell-bound person. So are you going to tell me that somebody who doesn't believe in the gifts of the Spirit are for today, right? And I, I believe they're for today. Is that heretic? How is that a different gospel? How is that a different Jesus? It's not. We're, we're talking about salvation. You see what I'm saying? It's not heresy um, to believe that, that God predestined who's going to be saved and who's not going to be saved well it's not heresy why isn't why isn't it heresy easy peasy because it's still the belief that that people are, can only be saved through jesus christ faith in christ alone that's it see not heresy but we're, we're real quick to throw that word heresy out there because well i don't hold to that position well just because we disagree doesn't make something heresy because none of us are 100% right in everything we believe anyways. I've said it before and I'll say it again. All right? When I get to heaven, I don't care how much longer I live. If I live, we'll throw some ridiculous number out there, right? Just using hy hyperbolic language. If I live 5 million more years, I'm still going to get to heaven. I'm going to find out how much I was wrong and how much I didn't know. And that should be everybody's attitude. 
everybody, every Christian, every believer should realize that. There are areas I am wrong in. Right? Can can you say that? Can you say that right now out loud that there are areas I am wrong? In? If you can't, then guess who's the problem? You are. You're the problem. You're the one being divisive. You're the one not seeking unity if you can't say that about yourself. If all you seek is to call out the wrong of others, you're definitely a hypercritic, right? You're definitely the one causing division within the body of Christ, right? And I know people will say, well, Christ, well, he, he didn't, he came to bring the sword. Okay, he came to divide. But one that's completely out of context is talking about family and people coming to Christ, by the way. It's not the context from within, for, for within the church body. The context is completely about when people come to salvation that their that their family's going to disown them because he was talking to a Jewish audience when he when that when he, uh, that was written anyways. But but nonetheless, like I said, if you disagree with me, call in. If you agree with me or you have questions, call in. All right, I'll do my best. So so then, what is the solution for all of this, right? And I would love to hear your thoughts. I would love to hear practical solutions. Right, what, what can we do every day? I, I would love to get your thoughts on this. But, but I'm going to go to 1 Corinthians right, 12, one of my favorite you know, places in the Bible when it talks about unity, right? Because I, I believe here Paul gives a really great description of, of unity in the body of Christ here. Um, of course, you know, Jesus in John 17 prays for unity, right? That we would all be one as he and the Father are one. Um, so... So here it is. Let me let me um um start something. Somebody texted me. Um, do we know each other? I don't know who this person. I don't know what happened there. I know I got a text message about having a number or something. Anyways, I I don't know what happened there. Anyway, so First Corinthians twelve or twelve twelve. For just as the body is one and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, right, are, are, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in one spirit we are all baptized into the body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, and all were made to drink of one spirit. All right, are, are, we, are we catching on so far? We were all saved the same way, right? No, nobody, nobody got saved in a super way, right? We, we, salvation is, is one way for everybody, and, and we are all baptized into the same, same God, right? Same God. Okay, continuing on. For the body does not consist of one member, but of many. So the body doesn't just consist of Calvinists, Arminianists, or Charismatics, or Cessationists, right? It doesn't just consist of those types of people. And, and, and here's where Paul unpacks this further. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body. That would make it, that would not make it any less a part of the body. And then, and if the ear, ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body. That would not make it any less part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would it be the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God arranged the members in the body, each one of them, as he chose, are we, are we catching on? So if all were single, if all were a single member, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts yet one body, right? 
So I love it. So who who will arrange the body of Christ? God did, right? So so you didn't do it. I didn't do it. I didn't decide he's going to be saved. I didn't decide he's not going to be saved, right? I mean, there, there are people I, I, I wholeheartedly disagree with on many issues, okay? I, I think, you know, people like John MacArthur, I disagree with him on so much, right? I disagree on, on his spirit toward, toward charismatics. But at the end of the day, I didn't get to decide whether he was saved or not. Right? I still consider him saved, oh, by the way, in case you're wondering. But I didn't get to decide that. God did. Right? I, I didn't get to decide, well, reformed, not reformed, whatever. No, God made all that up. We're still brothers in Christ. All right, Lutheran, Baptist. And by the way, there are many different types of Baptist. Presbyterian, uh, uh, Anglican, and so on and so forth. But no, we're going to use these things as, as a tool of division instead of a tool of unity. Right? What what are the essential core doctrines we agree on? Oh, look at that! All the salvific ones, whether Presbyterian, whether whether uh, a, a, a pedo Baptist, right? They believe in infant baptism, right? I know it's not there in the Bible, but the Bible doesn't expressly forbid it, and um, it doesn't affect salvation. I don't agree with it, but that's okay. I'm, I'm okay to disagree with something, even if I call it out as wrong. Doesn't make those persons any less less of my brothers or sisters in Christ, you know, any me any less willing to to work with them, if you will. I mean, I've had you know back when I was doing a lot of interviews all the time, you know, I would air interviews every Tuesday. You know, there there are things that I never brought up with the people I interviewed. Right, I never brought up about the gifts of the Spirit. Right, you can go back and watch them for yourselves. I never brought up women uh, leadership. Never never touched that topic. Right, we we didn't never talk about um, the timing of the rapture, pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, and so on and so forth. We didn't talk about any of those things. Why? Because they're not important, and I'm not, I don't want to talk about those things on my show because this show is not about uh, for people who who disagree. Or right? I don't bring you know you think well you should bring people on the show that that you disagree with, but I'm not looking for that. Right? I'm looking for people that we agree on the essentials. In other words. We're, we're brothers and sisters in the Lord. That, that's all I care about. Hey, are, are we that? Okay, fine then. We, we can work past other issues. So so people have asked, you know, if I would have, you know, certain people on my show, and I just told them straight up no, and, you know, for a good reason. They, they you know, whether, whether they're born-again Christians or Roman Catholics, you know, nominal Christians, Christians in name only, no. I'm not going to have born-again believers on my show. I, I, I want to talk about unity, but this show is all about equipping you. This is not about, hey, well, let's get this, that. No, we're, no, we're not going to do that thing. Just, just FYI, put that out there. But I'm not going to discard people. I'm going to look for unity. I'd rather look for, for ways to work together. How can we get things done? And we can all get better at this. Let me just say that because you're, you're getting off of private. No, no, no. No. I know that I can get better at this. Right? I know that there are things that, that I get upset about that I shouldn't get upset about. Just, just being transparent with you, right? I'm just being transparent. So there are things that like that. I know I need work in me. 
I know I be I need to be more willing to 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 reach across the table to to seek out more fellowship. I need to do that more. All right? We all should have the attitude I can do better at this. Things we can overlook. Things we can strongly disagree with but still remain unity of the body of Christ. Cuz if we don't do this, then there's only one outcome. The very outcome Jesus warned against. A house divided against itself cannot stand. So why do you think we're, we're so ineffective as a church? I mean, there are other reasons, but one the main reason, I believe, is lack of unity. We're not standing because we're not in unity. We're divided against ourselves. I mean, just, just look at, just go on any social media site. Hey, go go through go on YouTube, go to a, a channel that um go go to a channel, right, that um has a lot of viewers, right? Like floods of comments, right? Ask Dr. Browns, for instance, Mike Winger, somebody, right? And you'll see how nasty Christians can be. Right? You'll see how divisive people are actually willing to be. And it should grieve you. Right? You should not be participating in that type of behavior, that nonsense of tomfoolery. We, we need to seek unity where unity can be found instead. Right? I mean, it, it, it's common sense. Right? right? Just think about any group of soldiers, right? There's no soul. This is not Hollywood. There's no Rambo. Let me, there, let me say that. There are no Rambos in Christianity. There's no one person doing it all by himself, taking down the bad guys, right? That, that, you won't find that in Christianity, right? You won't find just one man, right? Now, even if you look through church history, even if you just look at, I'll label it, church history here in America, um, Charles Finney, Jonathan Edwards, you know, whatever people were involved in Great Awakenings and Revivals, they didn't do it by themselves. They weren't just, just a, a one-man show. Yeah, they, they may have done great things, but they certainly didn't accomplish these things by themselves. It wasn't just one person who initiated the Great Awakening. There were other people. Their names may not be known, um, but I guarantee there were prayer warriors at the very minimum. So you see what I'm saying? You're no Rambo. I'm no Rambo, right? I'm no great hero. You're not a great hero. Just like, just like any, any, like when I was in the army, I never went and did things by myself. No, I wasn't some lone ranger in the army. No, it was always about teamwork. Why? Because teamwork makes their dream work. Just look at ancient when, when back when, back when armies had to face one another. And you pick, pick a time period. Pick, pick, pick the Greeks and the Spartans, right? And 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 the phalanx that they would form. The shield wall. Look at the shield wall. The Vikings. Look, look at the Romans. Um, look, go, go fast forward um, to we'll say 18th century, 19th century, where where people would face each other off, you know, the battlefield. They would march toward one another. But when they marched toward one another, even then with firearms, they would they would march in lockstep. Right, there would there be one rank that would fire, kneel, reload. The next rank would come up, fire, so on and so forth. Why teamwork? There wasn't just one person trying to fire by themselves. 
So that's common sense. Let, 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 let's listen to what else Paul um, says says here. He says, and start continuing on verse 21 of uh, 1 Corinthians 12. The eye cannot say to the hand, I have no need of you. Nor again to the head of the, the head to the feet, I have no need of you. On the contrary, the parts of the body that seem to be weaker are actually indispensable. So that means if there are people who are not as mature in their walk, maybe whatever you want to call it. Um, it could go from anything to not as knowledgeable in certain areas to, to having real struggles to less character development, whatever it may be. Okay. Whatever that, that weaker vessel would look like in a person today. There's still the Bible's indispensable. We need them. We can't do it without them. Huh? Go figure that one out. Indispensable. It says in, in verse 23, and on those parts of the body that we think less honorable, check this out, we bestow the greater honor. Wow, so we have an opinion that those are less honorable. They don't dress like me. They don't read, I don't know, worship like me. They don't read the same Bible translation as me. Whatever things that we put in there that we shouldn't be, right? And they say, well, well, they're weaker or I think they're less honorable. Man, they, they They've been struggling a lot with anger. Man, they're not quite as good as me. But it says, no, bestow the greater honor upon them. Huh. It says, and our unpresentable parts are treated with greater modesty, which our more presentable parts do not require. But God has so composed the body. God made up the body this way. He allows all born-again Christians in, regardless of maturity. I mean, yes, we, we need to mature. We, we should have maturity. We should have a, a level and, 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 you know, maturity level as, and mature more and more. Yes, absolutely. No, I'm not disagreeing on that at all. But it's God who put all those people in the body of Christ, not me, not you. All right. It, it was his, his decision for them to be um, Christians, however you want to work that out. Okay, but continuing on. Um, that there may be no division in the body. Huh. What, am I, what are we talking about today? Division, that shouldn't be there. That there may be no division in the body, but that the members may have the same care for one another. If one member suffers, all suffer together. If one member is honored, all rejoice together. So, so here we are, right? 2023 now. The church, how effective is it? If you want to call and tell me, hey, I, I see the church is highly effective. Okay, then go ahead. Let me know. Let, let me know that. I'd be willing, more than willing um, to uh, hear for, hear from you about this. But but regardless, all right, regardless, we're supposed to be in unity. And there are ways to do that, right? Humility, right? Examine all things. But we need humility to say, yeah, I, you know, I, I need to examine all things first. Not everything is worth opening up my mouth over. What is it? Is this going to think? Think about this one. Is this going to harm the body, or is it going to bring us together? How about that? Because most people out there just seem that they really just want to tear things down. That's all. They, that's all they care about. Let me tear it down, and you know they'll excuse it. By the way, by the way, this goes across the board. So, so I'm not, I'm not labeling any, talking about one specific group here. 
But I, I mean, people, oh, 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 Jeremiah, tear down, tear down, tear down. Or they read um, um, Paul's instruction to Timothy. Man, it talks about reproof and correction. Where's the building up there? Where's the actual teaching, though? Where's the instruction and gentleness? Where's the gentleness at all? Let me, let me make this clear. In uh, quote, unquote, um, what do you call it? Discernment ministries, right? All they care about is calling out other people. Where's the gentleness and love in that? It's not there. By the way, I would say wholeheartedly that discernment ministries, right? Lack discernment, period. Just want to put that out there. So, so I encourage you. Go, 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 go read through this part of First Corinthians 12 that I that I that I read from, right? So I read from uh verse 12 to verse 26. Yeah, I, I would I would ask that you that you that you read it, to study it, pray about it, meditate on it. I, I would I would ask that. I would challenge that's my challenge. My challenge for you is to go and do that. So because at the end of the day, what are we fighting for? Can we fight? Are we effective? What are the fruits? Look at, look, examine all things. Remember, I said keep that those three words at the forefront of your mind today. Examine all things. I mean, I don't want it just for the show, you know, all the time, but examine all things. Let's think, what is this promoting? How effective is the church? Let's examine the fruits. As evil grows and flourishes in, in, in America, from coast to coast, right? No, no places off limits. I don't care. Red state, blue state, Texas, Florida, Michigan, California, New York, doesn't matter. Where, what is evil doing flourishing? Then we have to stop and ask ourselves, well, why is it flourishing? Hmm. What can I do? But maybe I'm opening the door. Hmm. How many times do we let the sun go down our anger toward another brother in Christ? Huh? The Bible says, do not let the sun go down on your anger. Why? Unless you give the devil a foothold. Don't give the devil a foothold. Don't let the sun. But no, no, I, I saw that post. I saw that tweet. Man, I'm so angry. Well, what are you going to do about the anger? I mean, if it's godly anger, then it should then it should provoke us to do something. But if it's not, and we end up sinning in our anger, then nothing's going to come forth. We're just going to be angry people, right? Nobody likes angry people. Nobody wants to be around an angry person, except maybe other people who are like that. I don't want to be around those types of people, right? Uh, well, Jesus flipped tables. Yeah, twice mentioned in the whole three years of his ministry, by the way. Now, Jesus ministered. Hmm. He had... He had he had his own group of disciples. Even the apostles disagreed with one another. Oh, what? Shocking. No, not really shocking. But they were still working together. I mean, even Paul writes about how he had to rebuke Peter. Yet, he wasn't like, you're no brother in Christ and I'm not going to work with you anymore. No, he didn't do, do that. He sought unity. That, that should, that's the spirit. That's the spirit of the Lord working in a person. Unity. Unity. So for some reason, yeah, I can't see chat messages coming up here. So I, so I flipped over to YouTube real quick to see something, uh, to see if it would work. So, okay. So forgive me. I don't know what is, what technical difficulties I'm having over 
on my end where I'm streaming from, but eh, so be it. Um, but anyway, I, I yeah, let, let's dang, I saw I'm here to I'm here to challenge you. I'm here to help you. Right? I'm not here just to give you platitudes and say, great work, keep on going. No, we need to be challenged. We need to be corrected and instructed. I hope I did that today. I hope I hope I yeah, there was a lot of rebuke in there. There's a lot of correction in here today, but I, I tried to balance it out through uh biblical instruction. So I hope that I accomplished at least um that today. Um so I hope that so anyway, thank you for every, everybody for watching. Hey, don't forget, I'm gonna do my best to make it available for you to be able to call into the show. Um, here on out in the future. So I might even be willing to do just one show of a Q&A where people just call in with their Bible-based questions. I would, I would love for that to happen. Hopefully it works. I didn't have anybody calling today, so I couldn't test it out live on how it's actually going to work. Um, but I know at least I can hear you through my headset. We could have a conversation through this mic at the very least. Now, can I get it to, to the audio coming from the phone to stream on through um, a streaming platform. I don't know yet, but uh, hey, I'll, I'll do my best um, and we'll work through the technical issues. Just have patience. That's all I've, uh, anyway, so nobody called in today, but that's okay. Um, thank you all for watching nonetheless. Don't forget to hit that like button, all right? Wherever you're watching from, don't forget to share it wherever you're watching from, whatever platform you're watching on. So with that, be blessed, everybody, uh, and we are out for today.